Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. Welcome back to the Oz Network for 24, season three, episode six, the 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. famous one. <laughs> Everybody fondly remembers uh, for all the great contributions of a canceled debate and uh, hour long helicopter chase. And um, a couple of name drops from people in Galveston, Texas. <laughs> Brought to you by 24 The Games, Duppy Demetrius, and uh, <laughs> the Oz Network's John Kassar. <laughs> uh, an interesting episode of 24. I, I think an exciting episode, but a different episode of 24. Uh, my name is Armando Rodriguez of Galveston. And my name is Ben, and wherever Bauer lands, I want to be on top of him. <laughs> I don't know if that was in the episode or if that's just it your was. general feelings. <laughs> it was. It was Chappelle. Chappelle says that because Chappelle's a dirty man. Oh, that's why he's going to be killed off. <laughs> we don't put oh, up with that on the spoiler. Fox Network. This is spoiler. Fox, this not is NBC. Fox. F-O-X. Fox. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I'm actually really excited uh, to do this episode because this is, I think... It's an episode that I always forget how good it is. You know, I remember all the stuff from the prison breakout minus, you know, some of my uh, feelings on the the uh, Russian roulette from uh, previous one. Uh, I remember this whole section of 24 being my favorite episode or my favorite section, I guess, of 24, all the stuff into Mexico and all that. But this one, it, it just stands out because it is 90% one action sequence. And yet I always sort of forget how big of a part this is because you just get conditioned to 24 having this formula where your action scenes are, are quick, it's it's 60, it's 90 seconds. And to have an entire episode all dedicated really to one chase, uh, Edmonds, and <laughs> also a chase with Bauer, uh, it's just it's just sort of different. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love this one. I thought it was fantastic, but it's just, it is very different. So this is where I feel um, we might differ because I don't dislike this episode. But I don't love this episode. I feel my uh, buy streak might be coming to an end this week. Um, it was fine. Um, but, like, I think the differences of this episode is that, yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. There's definitely a lot of action. But to me, it's kind of like the helicopter stuff's a bit, I don't know. There's just some stuff about this episode. I'm like, okay. And then, Jesus Christ, they can take planes off pretty quickly in, like, rural Los Angeles <laughs> and get it in the air. Um, I mean, yeah, there's, like, an action scene in that and, Palmer cancels his debate, but there's not a whole lot else going on in this episode to me. So I don't know. Like it's 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 fine. It's kind of solid stuff, which is to me connecting what we're going to get through into the Mexico stuff shortly. Um, which I think it's it's kind of like how we got the the cliffhanger of this episode to me is not a bigger deal because we kind of already know that Gael's evil. 
Um, so to me, next week is better with the plot twist and the the cliffhanger because then we're going to start to get some confusing shit, which really doesn't make sense. But it's kind of cool what they try and do with that. So this episode's fine. Uh, not as fine as Jack Bauer that you're on top oh. of. Mm, what a dream. What a dish. Whoa. What a man. Uh, but no, I think we definitely are going to disagree on this one because, uh, you know, I, even though I feel like this is sort of a departure for 24, I, I think this might be, it's not the most solid dramatically we've ever had. There's definitely some very questionable things in this, but uh, I, I just think it, it was exciting enough that like I was literally on the edge of my seat, like literally, I literally on the edge of my seat. I'm like, why is this so you uncomfortable? <laughs> why is this so uncomfortable? What is this that feels like a really bad wedgie? Oh, it's the edge of my seat. <laughs> riding <was> up. Wearing <laughs> a thong. Uh, but not with Kiefer underneath me, but uh, no, I, 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 I think we're definitely going to disagree on some stuff in this episode, but, but I will agree on some of the silly stuff here, but let's get the worst part out of the way, or let's call it the best part out of the way. Cause goodbye, Kyle Singer. Oh, <laughs> Finally wrapping this up. Uh, Kyle, uh, I, I will say this is probably the best they've handled Kyle. And this is where the show suffers a little bit from, well, it's where you, you suffer from, knowing where this is going and knowing that it doesn't go anywhere. But watching this, I would imagine in 2003 or 2004, whenever this episode aired, the fact that he was being wheeled in and quarantined and everything like that, like that is dramatic. I mean, to me, it almost felt like, I don't know if you ever seen the movie E.T., uh, but it was very E.T. E. Like, yeah, it's very E.T. Like, where are you taking it? What are you doing? <laughs> it's there. Uh, putting him in the bubble tent and all that. Because he even says, what are you doing with me? But I, I will say the actor here, we, we've, we've knocked the character Kyle enough. I mean, the actor, Riley Smith, was it? Um, sure. He, uh, he shows real fear in this scene. And I think that's something that... Because uh, he's getting is, fired from 24. I don't have any exactly. other acting gigs after this. Please keep me on. Oh, I'm too young to play a newsreader. My career's over. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I do like his acting here. And this mom, we've already talked about how oh. terrible this mom is when they're basically your son is dying. He's got the COVID. Uh, this is probably the last time you ever been to speak with him. The dad's like, all right, let's go. And the mom's like, no, no, I can't do it. Like, come on, mom. <laughs> we've been dealing with this woman all season, all six hours so far. And I'm so ready to be, I'm almost as ready to be done with her. And then my favorite here, the dad, <laughs> who's the only one brave enough to go. And I just really want him to say, Kyle. I'm really sorry this happened. Do you know where you put the rent money? <laughs> the landlord <laughs> is calling still. <laughs> What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> Did you uh, eat the last burrito? <laughs> is your girlfriend available now? <laughs> sorry by the pool. Yeah, we don't see her at all. Like, what's yeah, going the, on with her? I think they, he even asks about her and they're like, oh, don't worry. We've got her somewhere else. Never going to see her again. She's blonde and hot. She's fine. Exactly. She'll swim. <laughs> Her life's going to be somewhere. okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, the mother's terrible. Um, really, all that's going to happen here is uh, we're going to get the uh, doctor, Dr. Duncan here, Dr. Nicole, who's going to find out the test results are negative for him. He does not have the COVID. Uh, and He's this is something father. that <laughs> you, you are not the father. Uh, but uh, this is one of those moments where watching this in 2022, you read it a little bit differently than you would have in 2003 when she's like, okay, it's negative. And she just takes off her hazmat suit, walks right in there, starts licking Kyle on the face. Congratulations. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, we've, we've had a virus unleashed in the world, not by terrorists as far as we know. Uh, but uh, well, we've China. had this pen. We've had this pandemic and 
I, I'm sorry to say that the tests were no good for any, the tests are still no good for anything. I mean, uh, I, I was vaccinated. I got COVID afterwards. Um, I got sick afterwards after that, a second time. The first time I was sick, I tested positive. The second time I was sick, I tested negative. When I tested negative, I was told, okay, well, don't believe the test because they could be wrong. This is day one of this virus. And she's like, it's a negative test. It's all okay. Um, she could have very well led to an outbreak here. Uh, but we get a happy ending here for the Singer family. <laughs> she gives him a happy ending. Kyle, I'm so glad that you are not negative, uh, not positive. So take your pants off. Jack, what we do at the CDC. Uh, Jack's left the country. I need another man with frosted tips to. <laughs> your girlfriend's in another room. Yeah, <laughs> your dad's too old for me. <laughs> I like I'm young. And I'm a cougar. Mom is too crazy. Here's I'm a cougar. A cougar. This is, and Terry's this is what we on me. Kyle Singer riding on top of Doctor Nicole <laughs> with a wow. question mark over his head. <laughs> That's a different picture. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I I don't mind. This is the last episode for the singers. Uh, it is kind of weird to have a, an episode this dramatic. And maybe it is because we're looking at it knowing what's going to happen the rest of the season to have this, it's all right, we're all okay for a character we barely care about. We have so much other dramatic stuff going on. Like, maybe don't play this as, oh boy, it's all over. We're, we're okay. You're going to live. You're going to spend another 80 years being a douche. Um, <laughs> but everybody's okay with it. Uh, kind of weird to have this happy ending here. But uh, still, Ooh. I think that it's the best that they've handled Kyle Singer so far. Look at their faces. They all look the same. Um, yeah. yeah, no, fuck off. It's dumb. It's stupid. Like, I, I remember watching this for the first time, like, back in 2003, and you're kind of all like, oh, no, douchey blonde kid's going to die. But, like, this is maybe the one storyline we've gotten to at this point in 24 where you just, I can't, like, you know it's pointless. You know yeah. it's completely pointless. And, like, this is the, maybe the one storyline that is ruined the most by rewatching the show because, like, it's just, it literally goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, even at this point, if you think about it, so the virus wasn't in him. So pretty much at this point, you know, we're, sh- we're all like, okay, so what the fuck is the point of this virus? We don't know anything about this virus. And, like, I love how, like, you've got to have that little line from What's-A-Face Dr. Handjob here, how she's all like, oh, so there was no virus. Oh, but well, there was definitely a body. So we know that they've got one. Like I can't yeah. remember this episode or next episode where basically I think it's Chappelle and that's like, well, we know he's capable of spreading the virus. Do we? Like he got a body and like yeah. fucking put it on the thing. Like he could have gone to a Hollywood makeup thing and just added a couple <laughs> of effects and they've just got some dodgy machines. Like this is where like, you know, like again, we talked about last season about how never go full nuke, but like they seem to be over panicking for like, like, We've lived in, you just mentioned it, we've lived in this COVID world now for 200 years. When the first freaking, like, people started eating bats in China and shit, no one was panicking <laughs> until it started coming to this part of the world. Like, yeah. God, China just sat around and was like, cool, want some more bat soup? Like, <laughs> you know, they just kept eating. So, like, I mean, God, like, we know how this works in the real world. No one gives shit this panic. If this, if this is how they treated COVID, we wouldn't be in a fucking pandemic. So, um, it's dumb. It's stupid. Fuck off, Kyle. Go away. It, it, is, it, is it going to be bat soup or is it going to be sesame bat or satay bat <laughs> ask the americans they, they <laughs> americans um yeah like reese what his name is cool good for him he's an actor um you know yeah sure he handled it well it wasn't his fault but like it's just nah riley not reese reese and riley reese. same fucking thing reese. looks like a reese <laughs> Yeah, both look like douchebags. Um, but uh, the the only thing we really have to talk about Hector here is that he's 
furious he's one phone at call his, a week <laughs> yeah he's furious at his phone like no this phone only two bars motorola raise up <laughs> and it's it's all just obviously we're, we're gonna have him in the next episode uh the reunion with jack uh claudia knows that uh jack's gonna be coming here she doesn't want jack there why why what could have happened with jack we'll find out next week that's it hector claudia he literally in every episode has one phone call. He has a pensive <laughs> look on his face. And then she's like, Hector, why must you not make a love to me? Yeah. And he's all like, because Jack is coming. Not Jack. He make love to me better. What? Nothing. <laughs> Tune in next week on Telenovela 24. I was going to say 24 is Telenovela. <laughs> like, we the Indian like- version. We need Telenovela version. It's like I wonder if in like the Indian version they're like I don't know they they're going to like Pakistan or something like that. Um, probably not. They hate Pakistan. But like um, the Japanese version, they're going to like Taiwan. I don't know. Um, but like it's Taiwan. just well, it's another Asian Japan- country. Oh, I thought I mean, you were implying Taiwan was part of Japan. No, like, I mean you're the geography like guy. Well, Mexico is not part of America, so like I mean you know like it's a separate country, right? Um, well, there's no wall. I'm sorry. There's a Great Wall of China. That's in Taiwan. No, Taiwan's a different country. Oh, don't get involved in those politics, man. Um, point is, there's other countries, other telenovelas in different versions of 24. Yep. I don't know where we're going with this. Whatever. He had his phone call and she's angry. I know who's a big fan of telenovela and that's Armando Rodriguez of Galveston, Texas. I thought you were about to say Armando Asante. That just reminds me of uh, Santa Claus. Santa Claus, Armando yeah. Asante? <laughs> He would be a fan of telenovelas, though, wouldn't he? That's not racist at all. Okay. <laughs> Why is it racist for somebody called Amanda Sante to like a telenovela? <laughs> no reason. Um, is right, it racist so... for me to like a telenovela? Do you like telenovela? What's your favorite telenovela? Tell us your favorite telenovela. L Days of Our Lives, yo. <laughs> C. Um, also a favorite of Hector and Claudia. <laughs> the the, the um, young and the Mexican. Um, <laughs> the bold and the Latino. There we go. Good, <laughs> good, good show. Home and a Mexico. Um, <laughs> sometimes I would just want you to keep going until something offensive comes out. But I'll stop it now. <laughs> well, apparently me saying Amanda Sante likes telenovelas is offensive. <laughs> I get him on the show. The first thing I want to ask him, hello, Armand. Welcome to uh, the Oz Network. Do you like telenovelas? Yes, I do, Ben. See, not racist. You mean never speak to me again, you racist jerk. <laughs> the first, that is such a racist statement. <laughs> uh, so Palmer drama is pretty good this week. Uh, now, Is it? I, I well, <laughs> the, the problem with this is really what we brought up in the past episode, that we're skipping all this debate, and the most dramatic part happens... The only part we really see of this debate. Um, now, uh, I do like uh, Chappelle, who's calling Palmer here, which really comes at the advisement of Chase. Maybe you got to run this past uh, David Palmer for us. So, uh, Great Chase. Uh, hey, he's, in a deb- he's in a debate. Oh, I'm Chase hey, Edmonds. How you doing, everyone? I'm Chase. <laughs> I'm Chase Edmonds. <laughs> Let's go get the terrorists. Go, oh, oh. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's Chase saying, "Why don't you call and interrupt the debate?" And Chappelle just listens. Like Chappelle's really off his game. Chappelle's such a little bitch. Uh, but uh, uh, the, during the debate, this is where we get uh, multiple mentions of all these name drops that Keeler probably yeah, made. Palmer's up. been like, stiffing his workers. He's getting all these workers across America losing their jobs. Yeah. Well, I love that uh, Twenty Four Wiki actually has a page here 
for Armando Rodriguez, and also a page for Shauna Brown of Biloxi and Kendall Taylor of Tampa. Kendall Uh, Taylor. Now, I'm only going to read Armando Rodriguez's page, um, which consists of this. Armando Rodriguez was a resident of Galveston, Texas, and one of the three citizens, along with Shauna Brown of Biloxi, Mississippi, and Kendall Taylor of Tampa, Florida, who was referenced by Senator John Keeler during a presidential debate with David Palmer, President David Palmer, sorry, uh, respect. Uh, As an example of the thousands of workers who had allegedly lost their jobs due to trade agreements that Palmer had signed during his first term. That does not need to be its own page, let alone three pages for these people. Uh, but good for you for name dropping, Keeler. Uh, I, now, I, I like the the extent of the research that 24 Wiki has put into. Good job for that <laughs> random person who has no life, basically. Uh, what is this? Edited by Ben Waterworth. Okay, oh, shit. now we know. <laughs> also we like know. telenovelas. <laughs> Starring Armand DeSante. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, what's going to happen here is that uh, Wayne is going to get in David's ear during this debate. And, and when they first mention this, I'm, I'm forgetting that this entire thing is interrupted here. And I'm thinking, it's like, oh, you got to get word to him. I was like, how am I supposed to do that? There's a debate. Now, now seeing the end of the scene, I'm wondering, why is Wayne arguing? You clearly have the ability to talk to him. You're probably feeding him information during this debate already. He's like, I can't. He's in the middle of debate. What am I supposed to do? You literally say, hey. We uh we we have a problem here. Jack Bauer has gone rogue. Um, that's all Again. you have to say. Yeah. Uh, now David ending the debate. I mean, you know, you hope that they're going to be smart enough to have a backlash for this, and that's kind of what it results in. Is you're immediately seeing all these news reports saying like, uh, the Senator Keeler is uh, actually doubting whether there is an emergency or if he just was in over his head. That's totally the way it plays. Like, if this were real life, and you're seeing a presidential debate and Keeler is name dropping Armand Rodriguez. No. <laughs> uh, all these other people of Biloxi, Mississippi. You know, how's David getting this? You see the sweat forming. <gasps> I've just oh, been shit. alerted. Of this it's 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 really a weird reference, but uh, as a Canadian, we sort of always remember the uh, famous uh, Donovan Bailey Michael Johnson exhibition race that they had. So after the Atlantic Games, where Michael Johnson was the fastest ever in the 200 meter, Donovan Bailey was the fastest in the 100 meter. Uh, they worked out a race, I think like a year later. And there was like 150 meter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They, they settled on a distance and like tens of thousands of people and the race starts and Donovan Bailey starts to pull ahead. And as soon as Donovan Bailey starts to pull ahead, Michael Johnson comes off the track and suddenly it's like, Oh, Oh, my leg, my leg, uh, which was not received well um, here in Canada. There was some people in America who didn't receive it well, but uh, Donovan Bailey was very bitter for many years after that. So I would, it's just one of those things. It's like, okay, you're losing, you're pulling out. Uh, just, that's 100% the way it would have been read by the media. I'm glad that they addressed that here. I, I, I see that, but I also want like Keeler to be like, Oh, this is such a, this is a fake. He's doing it. And he walks outside and it's like people dying from like this virus, Cordilla virus. Everybody's like zombies in the street and nuclear bombs going off. Oh, he's just doing this to, uh, to get out of the debate. Cause he's losing cause of Armando Rodriguez of Galveston. <laughs> <laughs> he's protecting him. Uh, sir, there's a nuclear bomb. Oh no, no, no. Palmer, Palmer, bad man. And really, this should be made public because I, I can't remember if it's the, I've watched the next episode. If it's this episode or the next one where they're saying, should we go public with this? Like, no, don't go public. Next episode. Going public is the only thing that's going to save you in this election campaign now. There is no way you, you're ever going to you got to trust me. It was a real emergency. I can't tell you what, but it was a real emergency. Uh, 
Wendy Crewson needed it bad. <laughs> you do not turn down Wendy Crewson. Wendy Crewson just there naked on the bed. It's an emergency. Pre- President Palmer, come in here and do me like you did on Naboo. <laughs> well, there was no war, no debates, no politics. <laughs> just sand. No Jack. Uh, <laughs> So Wayne and David are going to spend this episode debating about, you know, should we give the order to shoot Jack down? Because uh, the rest of the story is just Jack's gone rogue. We, we got to take out this helicopter before we reach a populated area. Uh, and David eventually is going to give it, do it, the do it command. Do it. Uh, which it, it does it paint David differently. Like they handle it very well to maintain David as a hero, but do they paint him a little bit differently when Wayne has actually brought up the point about, you know, Oh, Jack could, you know, this, this could make public everything with you. Okay. Jack's actions earlier on. So now he's thinking, Oh, election chances. Like I, I kind of like the idea that even if it's in the back of his head and his subconscious, David's thinking this could be a problem for me. So I'll make a selfish action here. Uh, but still getting him making a do it command is good. Uh, and then, of course, the the the, the real charm here is Wendy Crewson, uh, who's very naive as she's talking about the the, the thing with her ex husband Ted, uh, and uh, she's like Ted. Well, I, it, when Wayne's basically making the case like you know this stuff with Ted, like this isn't good. And she's like, well, that's ridiculous. When everyone finds out that Ted's lying, <laughs> like, really, yeah, yeah. And then even Wayne's like, how is that going to happen? <laughs> uh, and I love the, the one of the best exchanges ever here in the history of Twenty Four is where uh, Wayne is telling her like, I want you to stay out of it, and she's he's like, or he's telling her, yeah, I want you to stay out of it. She goes, I am it. Like, wow, what a line! I am it. Duppy Demetrius is on his game, right? <laughs> Wendy Crew, imagine uh, Militia Cuthbert delivering that line. Um, <laughs> I am it. Um, Bring it on. It's um, like it's fine, but like, uh, is this the one where um, I think like Wayne's got a point when he's like, if this was anyone else but Jack Bauer, you'd be shooting him down. Yeah, like yeah, true. Like you would be. <laughs> like you know, like before it's no, we don't negotiate with terrorists. But if Jack Bauer was there, we will let him go. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, I mean, again, you got to love the loyalty that Palmer has to Jack and that's, you know, a crux of this show and we like it as an audience. But, like, in all seriousness, no man's expendable, you know. Like, I mean, mm. you gotta, you got you to gotta do this shit. But at the same time, like, this is what I said last week. Like, why are they even debating this? It should just, like, straight away, like, as soon as that helicopter is taking off, they should be shooting that motherfucker down, like, straight away. Like, they know they've got Kyle. Okay, bang! <laughs> like, down. Um, but... Props to, to D.B. Woodsell. I think he's great in this episode. Um, and, again, I like the character of Wayne. He's doing he's doing his job well. Wayne Wayne for president, well. Um, <laughs> but, but I do like the bit when, like, him and, and Wendy Crewson are having a fight. And is this when, like, um, like Palmer steps in and Wayne says something? He's like, David's like, right now it's Mr. President. Yeah. It's like, ooh. <laughs> like, I do no, kind that of That might like, be the next episode, but, yeah, it's a great line. No, I've got it here on my... Notes. Okay, right fine. Now, Mr. President, <laughs> on this week's episode, shut up. Well, I um, stand corrected. I, I like, I do like it how like um David's got like that power over people. Where it's like, yeah, he pulls him in close. Like David, what's up, David? It's Mr. President. Like if he's in like a bad mood, what happens if he just somebody just goes, no, fuck it, it's David. Like, can you arrest them? Like yeah. you disrespected the president, Act Seventeen Twelve of the Constitution. You are going to prison. <laughs> um. 
I'm telling mom. <laughs> you are going to prison. <laughs> uh, <laughs> rubble, 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 rubble. It's a trap. <laughs> I still, I still just love the fact that like we're just sweeping this little thing under the rug. That the fucking president's signing like some fucking trade agreements, and all these people are losing their jobs. Like yeah. he's this great American <laughs> hero who fucking lets a nuclear bomb go off on the U.S. soil. Uh, he's just you know casually gonna like let terrorists go because his buddy Jack's there. And oh, by the way, Armando Rodriguez of Galveston, <laughs> Shauna Brown of Biloxi, and Kendall Taylor of Tampa are, you know, living on the streets tonight because of your trade agreement, President Palmer. Jesus. Well, see, and I like that they're throwing those flaws into David's character. That, that's one of the things that I always appreciate about season three as far as David's storylines go, is that he makes real mistakes here. Yeah. And m- mistakes that it's not as simple as, oh, we tried our best. Like, that was one of my problems with, like, season one and season two is it was almost like we're trying to make David too perfect, you know, and it's not realistic. And in reality, I mean, the greatest politicians in history had a lot of problems. I mean, you know, JFK, Justin Trudeau had a lot of problems. Yeah. But you you take like JFK. I mean, you'll hardly find anybody say a bad word about JFK, but like Bay of Pigs, anybody? I mean, uh, Jackie Jackie might have a few words about Marilyn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So the fact is blood on a dress, Bruce. (laughs) But if, but if you have even a loved president, I mean, there are going to be scandals. There's something that anybody's going to be able to attack them on in a debate. And they're not just throwing things out here like, I don't think he's fit because he's got that scar on his hand from when he was poisoned and he's dating Wendy Crewson and they're not of the same race. I mean, this is it's something that's off screen that they're able to bring up like, oh, all these people are losing their jobs. They're like, oh, that's that's reality. That's something that would actually happen. Speaking of presidents, I've been watching The First Lady and I've been watching Kiefer as uh, Mr. Roosevelt in his wheelchair, um, doing a good job, married to Gillian Anderson as uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. Quite good. I enjoy it. He's a good president. I mean, I've seen him as a president in Designated Survivor. This is the first time I've seen him actually impersonate a real president, so he's doing a good job. We mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Um, uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet. I haven't yet. The the movie that Kiefer has with Chris Pine right now. Yeah, uh, contractor. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I watched because um, he did one of those Vanity Fair sort of looking back on his career things, and he talks a little bit about that. But yeah, we. I mean, we've got a bit on our plate at the moment, but we should we should watch Kiefer in that. We should do a Kiefer Sutherland month. Um, just you know, maybe as a month off of twenty four. Um, I haven't seen The Lost Boys in a long time. Or I, I really want to do is it Freeway? That's one of my favorite movies. I love oh, Freeway. Oh yeah, with Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon when he's like the big bad wolf phone yeah. booth. Even though you don't actually ever see Kiefer in that movie. Well, you see him for like two seconds, but um, you know with Flatliners, he was in that one. Kevin Bacon, absolutely. Um, Few good men. Tom Cruise. Oh, what a man. <laughs> Which is um there was an interview was it that Vanity Fair one where he was like talking about being on set during the you can't handle the truth scene where basically like they had like actors who weren't even in the movie basically coming to watch that scene because oh, yeah. it was like yeah, Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson like going mm-hmm. at it um oof, that's a, that's an image um but uh, yeah I went into Times Square yesterday and by the way still giant Tom Cruise posters everywhere so you know oh they should be there. 365 days a year just it's just it's now actually not called Times square it's called tom square tom square <laughs> it's just pictures of tom. hi i'm tom cruise thanks for joining <laughs> us in Times square i hope you all enjoy new york a lot of people enjoyed building this city over <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of years so please enjoy it and stay safe i'm tom cruise <laughs> you always gotta end it with i'm tom cruise again <laughs> i'm tom cruise
and I'm Tom Cruise, and I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise for president. Come on. Oh, I would vote for him if I were American, but I'm not. Um, so now the the majority of this episode. It's funny because there's not really a Jack storyline. I mean, I, I originally, I break up my notes in, okay, here's Jack storyline, CTU storyline. Jack and CTU storyline just is one and the same. And really all we get is Jack and uh, Ramon in a helicopter. And, but that's all intercut yelling the, at the, the CTU stuff. Yeah. Hang on, land, land. For God's sakes, go faster. <laughs> but uh, um, we, we get chopper command pursuit. <laughs> Chopper this is Command so is dumb. <laughs> uh, the 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 main I guess drama of this is that uh, they need to stop him before he goes to the city. Now, how far are they outside of Los Angeles? Because this takes the entire episode almost for him to get within a populated area. But like, I swear, you cannot get that far on car in the previous episode. It's it's no. it's Geography also doesn't, doesn't make. Sense. But it also doesn't make sense because LA is a very large city in terms of spread out. Like the downtown court is quite small of LA. So like they're basically saying like, oh, until he's over the skyscrapers, like shoot him down. It's suburbia. There's still a lot of people who live in like. Yeah, exactly. It's only, you're only killing a few business people in fucking downtown LA. Like fucking the, the suburbia is where I'll be worried about. So like, why are they all like, wait till he's around the tall buildings. Like he just happens to be flying over like the big sewer thing from like Terminator and Greece. Yeah. <laughs> um, like just lucky for them. But like my thing here is just, it's the thing that I think just doesn't work in this episode with this chase is that. Why do they send the slowest helicopters after him? Like, this is fucking America. Like, they've got fucking jets. Like, fly that shit over and blow. Later oh, on yeah. in this season, we will literally see a jet blow up a helicopter in, like, two mm-hmm. seconds. Um, so why isn't, aren't they doing that? Why can they not communicate with him? Like, I'm sorry. Like, they can mm-hmm. lock on to this thing. We're going to see in season four them, like, communicating with a stealth bomber about to blow up Air Force One somehow. <laughs> they can, like, communicate within two seconds. Chloe spends this entire episode trying to hack into a thing. Kim Bauer found <laughs> Kyle with a blue shirt in the corner after three <laughs> seconds. And Chloe can't fucking hack into a thing. He's got a cell phone on him. Call Ramon. Like, Jesus. Fly a helicopter next to him with a sign. With a saying, sign, yeah. We've got Kyle, Jack. I was it's thinking, all good. I was thinking, we, we both remember speed. Toon yeah. man in his car, right? Bomb on bus on a little piece of paper. Yeah. It's not Literally hard to do. I mean, have, have Armand Rodriguez, you know, whip out his lawnmower and mow a message into one of the fields that you're flying over that apparently no human being has ever set foot on. Like, there's a million ways you could have stopped it. Which is, it just, it just takes away. Like, this is why, like, I think I'm maybe not as high in this episode because, yeah, you're right. Like, it's tense, but it's comically tense because, like, literally they're all like, Okay, we've got 60 seconds. Give the order to shoot him down. You have my order. All right, Jenkins, shoot him <laughs> down. We've got 30 seconds. Oh, no, he's over the city. And, like, Jack just moves, like, left and right a little bit. It's like, dee, 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 beep, beep, beep. we just watched Top Gun Maverick. Like, I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, they're flying everywhere. Jack's in, like, the slowest helicopter against the slowest military helicopters. Jack's dead. Like, I'm sorry, Jack is dead. Like, it's just... it. The tension to me just doesn't work because then even then when he lands in the middle of downtown LA, everyone's like, oh, gosh, we lost him. It's like, mm-hmm. how? Like, I mean, if this is Jack searching for somebody, they find everyone. Whereas when they're searching for Jack, it's like, oh, boo, we're the dumb LAPD. We can't find anyone. <laughs> but, like, here, here's the weird thing. I, I don't disagree with you, but, like, we're we're picking apart why are they doing this. 
the action is still exciting. I'm going to say, especially when we get to the, the, the chase stuff, like when the helicopter's like, oh, he's, he's moving. Now Jack's like, I got to move over a populated area because then they won't shoot me down. Sean Callery's music. I mean, this has got to be one of his oh, best episodes ever. Amazing. Uh, and, and the fact that so much of this is an action. It's not just let's cut to another shot of Jack. Yeah, they're still behind me. <laughs> like, it's not that simple. There is real action here too. But even the CTU stuff I like, um, I love the Chappelle immediately calls, uh, I'm going to call all department heads into a meeting. And first of all, like Adam's in there. When is Adam a department head? But I just really wanted Paula to pop up. Paula, you're not a department head. For the last time, the Department dead. <laughs> yeah, department dead, not head. <laughs> I just um, feel, I just, I think the thing to me with a lot of this is that I just feel there's no tension. Like, I just, I feel like. Really? Like, yeah, I don't know. There's just, even like the way you've got Jack in the helicopter, even people at CTU, like, it just, it doesn't feel like they're tense enough or like they're worried. Even Kim, a couple of cuts to Kim's shot going like, oh, I'm slightly concerned. Like, I'm like, I'm not even joking when I say this. Kim looked more worried when the cougar was around her than she does when her dad's <laughs> about to be shot down. Like, to me, that's just like, everything about this just, I'm not. I'm not nervous. Like it just, it doesn't feel like there's tension behind this. And that's, I think the issue. And I don't know if that just comes down to the way it's shot, like the acting, there's just, there's just something about it that lacks tension to me. The Russian roulette scene had more tension to me. But I like all the little things they throw in there just to increase the drama. Like, you know, uh, Michelle, I'm just trying to get out of here. I just want to go. And she can't get out of there. You know, and the the Guile stuff later on is going to be great, too. But uh, uh, the debate that they have. Now, this is where characters get a little bit stupid, where um, Michelle is proposing, like, isn't there, like, non-lethal? She's proposing to Chappelle. (laughs) Adam, marry me. Chappelle, marry me. Tony's dead. I need someone else. We know he's dead. He got shot in the neck. Nobody can recover from that, especially (laughs) within an hour. Tony got shot in the neck? (laughs) He's going to recover quicker than George Mason. (laughs) But, but yeah, like, isn't there a non-lethal thing we could do to shoot that helicopter down? And even I'm scratching my head, like, what like non-lethal way are you going to shoot a helicopter down? Like what is your idea for this, Michelle? I mean, she's off her game too. She's got Tony dying and she's really hot for Chappelle. I don't know. Um, So uh, there's also a a funny thing here. I think it was it with uh, Kim uh, where she's talking to Adam and uh, after this meeting and she's like, so what did Chappelle say? And Adam's like, he said a lot of things and it just leaves it at that. (laughs) That's all I like Adam. Adam's me. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> uh, this is also where we get uh, Chase uh, convincing Chappelle not to shoot it down until he's okayed with Palmer. Um, uh, Michelle is given a job by Chappelle. All right, I know you want to get out of here. I know that you've got a, a dying husband who's going to recover miraculously in an hour. But uh, very important, if we shoot down that hol- helicopter, just make sure Kim's out of there. <laughs> she had one job to do, and when this happens... <laughs> Kim's literally looking over the door. What's going on? What's going on? Can I see? <laughs> literally the only job Chappelle gives her and he, she can't do it. <laughs> and then Michelle's just like, basically, Michelle's like, Kim, we don't think you should be here. I'm okay, but you might get emotional. It's fine. You may stay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, <laughs> Kim, we don't think it's right for you to be here while we kill your father. You know what? I, I need to be here, but Kim you will be very upset by this. Yes, I know, but I can deal with it. Well, when you put it that way, okay. <laughs> I swim. I, I never thought about it that way, Kim. You're welcome to stay. And then I love Chappelle's like, we need to get her out of here. Michelle's like, I agree. Michelle's just a yes woman. 
Chappelle's like, Tony's dead. Would you like to go out later? Maybe to a movie. <laughs> yes. What are you saying? If we survive this day that we can maybe go catch a movie or something? I Every new that- season, Michelle's just married to the, the next person of 24. By, oh, by like season gonna- seven, she's married to, um, what's her name? Uh, fucking, I'm blanking Paula? the name. Scorps? <laughs> Paul Snow. Um, <laughs> Renee. She's married to Renee. Oh, Renee. <laughs> Renee and Michelle. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a Renee fan, but I'd, I'd, I'd watch that OnlyFans. Kim's psychologist husband and Michelle. <laughs> the baby from this season. <laughs> the cougar. <laughs> the cougar and the baby. Terry, why am I still on this cougar? What am I doing here? <laughs> we just need another T-shirt here. We're not going to make all these, but imagine one with like Tony sitting there bleeding, holding his throat. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Looking over at the cougar with a little heart above her head. Ah! <laughs> you know, you know that like meme where it's like that man like walking, like he's turning his head, going like, "Oh yeah," looking at a woman, <laughs> and the woman's like yeah. looking like, "What are you doing?" It's like it's <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> Tony, with the neck. Uh, but no, I, I disagree with you. I love this helicopter chase, especially as they're like, "Okay, we got to shoot him down now." The music adds to it. Uh, the fact that everybody's just sort of hovering, watching this is fantastic. Uh, and then one of these 24 staples where we're going to solve, we had that last week where Chase is like running up to the helicopter. Jack, Jack, it's okay. It's like, oh, Kyle Singer. But we get it again this week. And, and I, I still, I still love these. Like, even though, you know, oh, come on, you do this every week. That's so cheap. When they're like, okay, we've finally broken through to the frequency. And like, Jack, Jack. It's okay. It's okay. There's no virus. We got Kyle Singer. And they cut to the, the helicopter radio and then, oh, it's empty. And Jack's running away. Like You literally I- should be like going on to like every downtown radio station. Hey, this is Kent on KLA 1073. Yeah. <laughs> Just got a message out there. Jack, we got Kyle. <laughs> you can let Ramon go. Coming up, the latest song by Blink-182. <laughs> And for those of you who are looking for love, here's Afternoon Delight. <laughs> Michelle. <ooh. laughs> Michelle is a baby coming in later on today. You might like this song. Wah, wah. It's baby one more time. Uh, um, yeah, but one, one other thing I do really like is, you know, 24, we've done a lot of location shoots, but like, we don't get a lot with crowded people. And it's such a small thing, but... When you see the helicopters empty and they cut to that shot of Jack and Ramon running across this crowded street, like it's just a visual you don't usually get in 24. Like they, they literally threw them out into the public and said, run across the street. And they, threw them. Get out, just, Kiefer. Get out of the helicopter. <laughs> run across that street. <laughs> Do it with passion, too. <laughs> Earn your Emmy. Pretend you're making love to that street. <laughs> I want to see emotion out of you guys. <laughs> He's an afternoon delight. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch Kiva Sutherland sing that song. Gotta find my way. Gotta hold my phone. Gotta come. Afternoon delight. Ooh. <laughs> Colin, you know what that song's about, right? It's about sex. Oh, you don't say. Oh, oh man. You knowing stuff. <laughs> Well, I mean, Jamie's informed me of a few things. Jamie um, just puts that on. It's one <laughs> o'clock. You start hearing like on a farm. Oh, Jamie, not now. <laughs> See, the crazy thing is I know that song is about sex, but I'm still not entirely sure what this sex thing is. That's just, where my confusion is. I, I love the fact that they had to write a song. What was that? Like in the 60s or whatever. Where like it was all like, ooh, sex in the afternoon. That's a bit like kinky. 
for fuck's sake. Jesus. It was a time to have sex in the city. Oh, come on, Mildred. Six o'clock. Time to do a bit of naughty naughty. Okay. Um. <laughs> Literally Colin's response. Okay. Yep. Um, right. yep. I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Talking about sex. <laughs> I really uh, actually, I, I, I don't know how this is going to sound, but like, I really wish you and Jamie had like filmed your first time because like that would have been like <laughs> the most awkward video I've ever seen probably in my entire life. Like, why would it just be the first time? <laughs> you think it's not just as awkward now, 10 years later almost? <laughs> I just, I just like, I just, I don't ever imagine you've ever initiated in your life. Like you've just, you've never sat there. It's like, oh God, I'm watching this Jennifer Garner show. Oh, Jamie. Oh, oh. <laughs> That feeling you get constantly, I'm feeling it. Put on afternoon delight. <laughs> afternoon delight. We should include music in these episodes now. Then that would be our opening and our outro music. Afternoon delight. Well, maybe people sign up to Patreon. Um, oh, on Patreon, you know, we'll we'll play afternoon. We'll sing afternoon delight. You sign up for Patreon, we will do karaoke afternoon delights. Colin and I will conduct afternoon delight. We will. We will. <laughs> We will get it, naked and it'll 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 be just as awkward as Jamie. <laughs> I reckon I could handle you. I reckon I could. I, I reckon I could break you in. Uh, so, I really want to what a real woman right does. <laughs> You're gonna show me what a real woman does. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Jamie, but Colin needs Colin needs to be shown the ropes. <laughs> Colin really needs to move on from this conversation. It's getting more uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah, I like the, the the chase away from it. Uh, and then chase on the street where he's calling in. It's like, I need, I need, this is very Matrix like, I need exits. Tell me where, tell me where the next exit is. Uh, Operator. They went, yeah, they went through the subject. And I find it hard to believe that they're at least a couple minutes ahead of him. It's like, tell me where all the exits are. There is one exit for the entire subway <laughs> two blocks from you. And he's so aggressive to Kim. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, if I'm chasing, like, damn it, Kim, you found Kyle's blue corner in the two seconds yeah, and exactly. he can't find me a fucking door. If only Jack were wearing blue, this would be a lot easier. Exactly. But, like, don't they have the subway cams? I mean, they have cameras for everything in the city. There's no cameras in the subway? It's But this is this is what I mean, like, the other week when we were talking about, like, Kim finding Kyle. Like, there's never a consistency with 24 and how they use their technology because you'll have a season where it's like, oh, it's all right, we can track them with cameras. Like, we mm. can go... But, the, yeah, there's fucking cameras everywhere. Even in 2003, there would have been cameras in the subway. I mean, this is mm-hmm. two years from 9-11. They put cameras on dogs walking down the street. Like, I mean, it's just, yeah, like, th- there would be cameras there. I mean, every time I catch a subway here in New York, there's, like, 50 cameras, like, on a step. So, like, you know, it's, yeah, there would be subways in LA. Sub- well, there are. There would be cameras in subways in LA. That's what I'm trying to <laughs> Jared, say. Jared, Jared's big fan of the subways in LA. Um, but, uh... What? The subway. You're looking at the subway guy, Jared, the subway guy. Oh, Jared, the pedo Jared's. man. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I thought you meant like of the Oz Network's Jared. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, no, we only allow one pedo on this show, and his name is Ben Waterworth. <laughs> True. I'll keep that title to the day I'm arrested. Uh, but uh, I will also say this is probably the first episode. Now, I've had some issues with Chase this season. I've had other times where I'm like, I really like Chase. This is the first episode where I'm like, I'm on Team Chase. And you know what it comes down to? It comes down to him being unnecessarily dickish to these other cops. 
when, when he's basically coming there, hey, I'm Chase Edmonds. I'm Chase Edmonds again. Chase Edmonds, hey, Chase Edmonds. Chase Chase Edmonds. Hey, to you. Doing a fine job, officer. Afternoon delight, yeah. Chase, but, Chase wants some afternoon delight with you, officer friendly. Like, he, he forces his way in there. Gives him no information. And then when he's like, all right, I'm going after Jack. And he runs right past him. He's like, are we coordinating with you guys or not? Like, I'll, I'll give, him all this, give him all this attitude. These guys know nothing about what's going on. But I'm like, but I love this. He's stressed out. He's angry. He's being condescending. <laughs> we need more of this out of Chase. He, it's like Brooks, he's on heroin. Played by the esteemed Henry LeBlanc. No relation to Matt that I can see. But if you are, want to check out more on Henry LeBlanc, Go to henryleblanc.com where you can find a biography, <laughs> resume and headshots, photos, acting demo, links, contact and upcoming events. Um, oh, what upcoming events does he have? Um, he has three new features coming later this year and keep an eye out for them. The Custom Mary, I'm guessing this is a really old website. I have no idea. Um, a very different take on the sci-fi genre. This involves the ultimate search for redemption and cloning and some very wild scenes. No, the wait. penthouse, that sounds very different, right? Um, <laughs> a hot time in the loft surrounding downtown LA and Fortune 500, a horrible act leads to a successful search for love, but ultimately an even more horrible conclusion, rape. There's rape involved in that. I'm telling you now. <laughs> um, as always, I'll be performing regularly on Jay Leno as one of his <laughs> comedy skit actors. There's always something funny going on with Jay, so please watch for it. Ooh. But does his character get his own 24 wiki page? I have no idea, but you can follow Henry on Tumblr. <laughs> Doesn't have anything else but Tumblr. We do have an Officer Brooks page, uh, and he's got about as much information. He's got less information than Armand Rodriguez. <laughs> he's got that one picture of him like going like, hey, what? Yeah, he's like, no, <laughs> you don't have to be mean to me. I was trying to do my job. Nationality, American. That's a bit of an um, assumption there, 24 Wiki. Could be Canadian. Uh, wait a second. It's his, uh, well, uh, is that nationality? Okay, I thought it said ethnicity for a second. Like ethnicity, American. Yeah, that's <laughs> this is Fox. Okay, we're, yeah. if we're we're all American here. <laughs> Fox Network. <laughs> what nationality? American. Speak American. <laughs> I love the final line here on his Wookie uh, Wookie page. <laughs> <laughs> we got to play a Wookie. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it, it, Brooks, he doesn't even get a full name. He's just Brooks. Brooks was stunned that Chase was not Stunning. coordinating with his policemen. <laughs> wow. Just just stunning. I'm just saying here we could contact him and direct contact um, Henry LeBlanc, Blanc, uh, Henry LeBlanc at Cloverdale Boys Film Company, Hank LeBlanc at earthlink.net if you want to email him, everyone. Earthlink.net? Um, <laughs> how old is this? This is Angel Fire Geocities. Biography, a native of Boston, Massachusetts, Henry has spent a good portion of his life traveling between coasts. Oh, good for him. Good for you, Henry, traveling and shit. <laughs> this guy, basically, he's saying, I will work for money. <laughs> That's what his page is. He's an Eagle we Scout, Troop 28. Oh, yeah. We, we could get him in his Eagle Scout uniform performing Afternoon Delight for Patreon if we just give him a cut of the $3 a month. <laughs> you don't even need to give him any money. You just have Afternoon Delight with Henry LeBlanc. Yeah. That's all you need to do. <laughs> like, seriously, this guy should be like, yeah, my last name's like also that famous guy from Friends. We're totally related. I love that they give him the eye roll too, though. They give oh, this guy. 
It's like the what MI role in whatever Bond movie that is. When it's in Diamonds Are Forever and he's like, oh, blah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Seven, and he eye rolls like so <laughs> over the top. You also got to wonder, like, Jack is taking every length he can to, Ooh. or going all lengths he can to, <laughs> uh, to, to not get caught here, to make sure he gets Ramona the country. He's flying over populated areas when he knows there's a potential leak to get shot down. He's starting prison riots. He's allowing people to be killed in um, Russian roulette. But he's not smart enough to close the hatch that he escaped out of, which is the only reason they're on the him in the first place. <laughs> uh, I, I love um, the Michelle, because here, this is where you know Michelle's moving on, because uh, Chappelle gives her a very awkward hug. Michelle, this is the way I hug. This is me. Michelle, I'm very sorry about Tony. They're there. <laughs> they're there. <laughs> I've hugged you. You're not that bad of a hugger. <laughs> oh, I've had, Jamie tells me all the time, she's like, Listen, listen, just hug. That's all you have to do. You don't need to pat the person. You don't need to do that dance thing you do. <laughs> bouncing dance back <laughs> Funny story. She says the same thing during sex. You don't need to do that <laughs> dance thing you do. No patting, no dance things. And turn off <laughs> afternoon delights. <laughs> Colin, I'll show you where it goes later. All right. Stop doing the dance thing. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's, it's a little bit awkward. Like, we never get anything else with this. Like, what was the purpose of Chappelle hugging her? Is it supposed to be Chappelle being an awkward hugger like me? Or is it supposed to be yes, he's trying to purely to be like you, Colin? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we found out this guy in Winnipeg. Awkward that hugger. Canadian guy. You know that guy? Oh, that guy. Yeah, the virgin. He, it would be great for your character, Chappelle. <laughs> but, do, you think uh, that, do you think they're doing this deliberately to bring Chappelle? Because I forget he comes in this early. Um, that... You know, because what's going to happen, they kind of need to... It's kind of like how Mason was in it from the beginning of season two. Mm -hmm. Like, you sort of bring him in now, get him some screen time, and just so we know who he is. Because I guess if you bring him in, like, two episodes before what's going to happen, are we really going to give two shits about him? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, but also I wonder, though, if they wanted the audience to think that, like, Chappelle's a little bit shady here. Like, we know Chappelle's shady from past seasons. It's like with Mason, you know... uh, slim shady. He is, yes. The other inspiration, based it on me and Eminem. That's what this. Uh, that's what this character really came Often from. Often confused, but like I, I have to wonder if this is just them trying to be like, "Ooh, is he trying to move in on Michelle, or is it just him being awkward?" I don't know. I mean, if they, if it is them trying to do that, I mean, it's just twenty four diversions. You know, they don't want the audience to suspect that anything could happen to Michelle. But we're going to go somewhere. It really goes nowhere after this. Yeah, and he's in every episode now except for one. Until his final episode, so he's not in twelve AM to one AM. Final he's, episode? What? The the final episode of twenty four because it gets cancelled. Yeah. This it's surprise. <laughs> yes, I, want to, I don't know what you're talking about, but um, let's just say he's basically got twelve hours left um to work himself into our memories. Mm-hmm. Ryan Chappelle, you already ruined in this episode that he dies. I ruined it. You did. did. I- you said at the beginning of the episode. You said when he dies. You literally said oh, that. Oh, if I said dies, I meant to say. Not dies. Um, I meant to say. <laughs> if I said dies, I meant Bapel. <laughs> Flying Bapel, his brother. <laughs> I just love that my, my backup was I meant to say not dies. Yeah, you know that episode with Chappelle, not dies? <laughs> you literally have to say about every character. So next week, when Jack Bauer doesn't die, when Michelle doesn't die, when Adam doesn't die. <laughs> You didn't mention Chappelle. I mean, he doesn't die either. Uh, I, I did mention, though, that Paula not dies uh, in what was it, episode uh, five or six. So I might also be a liar. Um, yeah, Colin's a liar. Yeah. 
Well-known fact. Colin is a liar. I am also the world's best hugger. The and dance the worst, is really what makes it work. <laughs> the worst sexer. That sounds wrong. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm a sexer. What? <laughs> what I put that on my that? Tinder profile. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm a sexer. I dare you to put that on there. <laughs> I want to meet people, Colin. Didn't work with the Barry Manilow. We'll get Noah to put it on his. Oh, that's what that's what's on his. I'm Noah. I'm a sexer. <laughs> Uh, really, the end of the CTU storyline here is going to be um, uh, all the Gael stuff with Cam. Kim's got to be in that. Why? What is this room's purpose? There are 600 computers and monitors in this room, and yet it is pitch black, and apparently nobody goes in there. Like, I don't know. Evil if, people. Like, like offices, and we have in our office a server room, right? It's basically just a big room with a bunch of servers, a lot of fans going off. This is a server room. Why do they have so many monitors? I don't know, but uh, Kim's doing all the, the work in here, and um, Guile's basically going to take her hostage. Uh, this is uh, I remember this being one of the moments where I rolled my eyes because I'm like, great, so we were doing well with Kim, and now we're right back to damsel in distress. But the way it does play out, I actually think it's quite good in future weeks. So uh, I wasn't thrilled when I saw this uh, final moment where Guile finds Kim. Uh, after Kim finds the footage, Gael, Gael was watching footage of my dad. That literally proves nothing. Yeah, He could just very well say, yeah, I found your dad. He's there. I don't think we have time to get there, though. Sorry. Uh, but this, <gasps> Gael, he's a traitor. Um, I hated it when I first saw it. But one of these things, I guess, in the opposite of the Kyle Singer, knowing that this does play out pretty decently, I'm not as mad about it now. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's going to be one of those ones which is going to be interesting to talk about next week when the reveal and this more so the week after, I think, when it's like this elaborate plot, which I think I mentioned earlier in the season, which is I, I don't think this was planned from the beginning. I feel this was written as they went along because I think there's a lot of plot holes in this whole plan. But, yeah, I remember watching this too for the first time going, oh, look, Kim's in trouble again. Oh, look out. Um, and I think that the difference is that it's not really like a huge surprise is be- and you roll your eyes more because we already know Guy was evil. So, like, the, I mean, I like the fact that we revealed that. What was that, episode two? So, it's kind of like, we know who's evil already. Um, but it's like, why does it have to be Kim? Like, fucking kidnap Chloe or even Adam. I don't know. Like, Michelle. Like, it's just, you're muted, by the way. Or they're yes, boomer. I was. Um, <laughs> but I would have loved if it was Adam. Like, that would have been something different. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's just, this is where, like, a part of this episode is for me. It's like, oh, Kim. And, like, again, it's not quite the same because it's, you know, it's not going to last that long, but it's still just like ugh, Kim getting kidnapped. Like you may as well just like fucking just every week. Welcome to 24. Kim will get kidnapped at minute 37. Like it's just mm-hmm. kind of like every week. It's just the same old trope. Um. So, and you're right. Like they were doing so well. And like even just his line of like, guess I should have closed down the monitor or whatever it is. And he points the gun. It's like, oh, I roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might as well just had a cougar walking with going rah, 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 monitor, boom. <laughs> why um, is that monitor on? <laughs> what is this room? <laughs> Terry, why am I still on this cougar? Why is my daughter there? Um, do I even have a daughter? Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an ineffective cliffhanger. Yeah, well, I still think it's an effective cliffhanger. Um, it's just, it's annoying only because we've been here a million times before, but like, I, I'm not going to spoil too much about next week, but what I like is that. Yeah. You've spoiled way- enough this season. Hilda. <laughs> Kim not dies next week. Uh, but, uh, what, what I like is that when we see how Kim deals with the situation, it's not 
annoying teenage Kim. It's like, okay, Kim has clearly yeah. matured enough as a character that it's not exactly what you expect. She's been through enough. Basically. She swims now. Um, yeah, also, exactly. fun fact, ineffective cliffhanger is my Bond girl name. <laughs> ineffective cliff- cliffhanger sexer. <laughs> Hi, I'm cliffhanger. Cliffhanger ineffective. Ineffective cliffhanger. Of course oh, you are. Named after him. We know Noah's ineffective sexer. Ineffective, just that's his name in general. Ineffective, just ineffective, ineffective, gross. ineffective racist. <laughs> uh, I don't have that much trivia from this. Do you? Uh, there is one, the pilot um, that we see at the end of this episode um, is this guy. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Do you, you ever watch The Office? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the audience can't hear you. <laughs> You're muted, I'm, Ben. I'm, I'm choking. <laughs> I'm dying. No, I've never watched The Office. I mean, I've been in an office, a few actually, but uh, yeah, I've this, never watched it. This guy, I immediately looked like, wait, is that Oscar from The Office? Like, I, I, I like The Office. I'm not like one of these diehard, diehard Office fans, but I instantly recognized him from The Office as pilot guy here. Oscar Nunez is the actor. Um, and the he's, esteemed. Well, he actually is kind of esteemed because, I mean, he's one of these actors. No. Who, like, they have a lot of these background characters on The Office. You know, like, they're oh, the office is full of about 30 different characters. They have, like, one line every couple of weeks. Uh, he's, I guess, one of the more prominent background characters. But he's popped up in a lot of things uh, over the years. And uh, Jamie and I, we just saw him in something recently. I can't even remember what it was. Um, it was on nine one one blockbuster store. <laughs> But uh, but no, like he's 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 still kicking. He's still out there. Oh, uh, and, now he's killed him. Uh, and he is playing a character named Oscar uh, on The Office. So they got creative. Um, he's Did also he win an Oscar. <laughs> Oscar Nunez is also a fan of telenovelas. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. Here's a fun fact. Do you think there's ever been an Oscar winner by the name of Oscar who's played a character Oscar? I'm going to say no. I'm going to think maybe there's been two out of three. Like, what about if there was a character called Emmy, played by Emmy Rossum, <laughs> who won an Emmy, right? If Oscar Isaac wins the Oscar for the live action Oscar the Grouch movie, then it will happen. <laughs> they make a movie on the statue of Oscar, right? Like, if they made a fucking emoji movie, they can make a movie about the statue of Oscar. I'm sorry. Nothing is taboo. They'll make an Oz Network movie. <laughs> well, who's going to play you? Who's going to play me? Who's going to play Noah? We we'll play, all ourselves. play ourselves. Yeah, or we'd play each other. Oh. You play Noah, Noah would play me, I'd play you. Yeah, no, that's not going to work. Can I play yeah, Jamie? I, I, I can't do the <laughs> dance. <laughs> you got to get the dance down when they hug. <laughs> I can't play Noah because I'm too good at getting dates. <laughs> but you I'm are engaged just- engaged twice? You're just racist enough to pull it off. <laughs> but I'm not woke enough, you know. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, any other trivia in the book for this one? Uh, no, the book was talking about Alberta Watson from next season. So I'm like, why the fuck are they talking what? about this in season? Yeah, I know, right? Well, she was um, married to... Who's she married to? So one of the crew members or producers, no wasn't she? dead now. I know that. <laughs> wasn't she married Rip. to somebody involved in the show? She was Rick's wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, rip as in rip rest oh, in peace oh and i said rick <laughs> yeah sure, she's rick. a cougar too <laughs> she was cougars galore um no there's nothing really interesting in the book it's talking about no fly zones so you know no cool 
Um, yeah, no, I'm really curious because I swear she was married to somebody involved in this, but maybe I was wrong. I also always, it's so funny that uh, season three and season four are nothing alike. Like you think if you're going to mix up seasons, you'll mix up something in four and five. You'll mix up yeah. something in two and three. For whatever reason, I always remembered her character as being a season three character, but she's not. So no. it was when you mentioned that right now, I'm like, oh yeah, she's she's supposed to come in to replace she, Chappelle? She's the prequel, the prequel for season four where Jack Bauer tells her to get fucked or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but no, she's, I'm just dying. <laughs> just thought about better ones. <laughs> Don't like talking about dead people. Uh, so yeah, no trivia for this week. Um, but uh, next week I'll, I'll give a bit of a tease as to what we're going to get. We're going to get... Naked. Kim, <laughs> Kim getting naked. What? Uh, we're gonna have a, a plane ride, the quickest plane ride ever. Oh, we didn't uh, even mention Jack getting on a plane this episode. Like, yeah, well, I mentioned the pilot. The plane. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's basically what's on the, the view screen is Jack, you know, with a gun to his head and don't pull the trigger. Hector's got plans for him. We got women on the plane. You'll have fun. Get on the plane, everybody. <laughs> How quick is that fucking plane taking off? <laughs> Well, we see how quickly it lands in Mexico. That plane should be chasing the fucking helicopter with Jack in it. This thing is faster than the space shuttle. Mavericks on that plane. Yeah, exactly. Talk to me, Goose. Mach 10.7 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be some more stuff with Gael next week. Oh, we're going to find out more about Gael. So that'll be good. Um, and Tony's uh, back. Tony is back recovered very quickly uh mm. and he's sad to see that michelle's moved on to Chappelle because that hug was spectacular michelle and Chappelle sounds the, like the uh yeah michelle Chappelle. wow the, they, we should have had that app shipping it's not gonna be michelle Chappelle. it'll be ryan dessler <laughs> ryan dessler michelle Chappelle. <laughs> Rico Aylesworth. <laughs> Paul Schultz. Uh, but uh, I'm buying this episode and um, I have a feeling this might be the one you're not buying because you kind of alluded towards that. Yeah, this is my first rent for the season. So I'm breaking my streak. Um, it's fine. It's like, I just, I'm not as sold on it as you are. So sorry, friend. I'll go hug a weirdo. Uh, and I'm going to rank this at 38th. So just below episode 15 of season one and just a a herd, a herd of season eight, episode 18, a Newton rune, episode 18. I said, take her away. (laughs) It's a trap. (laughs) Wait, Uh, she can't do that? Can't she? I don't even have all the math here, but I am going to go out on a limb and say this is our biggest difference ever because I love this episode. And I have it at number nine overall. This is in my top ten. What the (laughs) fuck? Great chase scenes, debate ending, the Gael thing at the end. Uh, Yeah, I have the pilot episode at number eight of this season. I've got this higher than the pilot. This is. uh, Do I have the pilot number ten still? Or I don't know. I don't have your fucking ranks. So it's my only top ten episode. I've got the pilot at number or the the premiere at Oscar. number eleven of season three. Um, Oscar by Oscar, played by Oscar, winning an Oscar. Uh, but yeah, wow. this is a top ten episode for me. And you're, here, you're, you're full of shit. You're we have these wacky tobacco. We have these guilty pleasures. I can't remember which one it was. The one that you loved this week, where you're like, "This is so stupid." I love it. I can appreciate the stupid stuff in this, but 
I'm a total sucker for some of the stupid yeah. stuff that I say. It really does work. I think the the helicopter chase stuff really works. I think that the, you know, Jack, Jack, it's okay. We're on the radio as he's running to the subway. Really works. I think that the Gael thing uh, at the end really works. So yeah, top ten for me. That's a no from me. Um, it's a. It's, <laughs> That's it's a no. A, You're like Colin. You are not putting this in the top ten. <laughs> I am controlling the the overall ranking here. That's a no from me, Colin. That's that's a that's a clear and present no. Clear and present no. It's uh, a which, doctor no. I'm Joaquin Delamade was in Clear and Present Danger. That was his spinoff. Clear and present no. That is my segue. I knew that completely off the top of my head. That's why I said it. <laughs> That's where Claudia's like, Hector, Hector, come here. And Ramon's like, I'll do it. She goes, no, clear and present. No, Ramon. <laughs> Go watch a telenovela because it's not racist. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to next week because, again, I, I said we're in my stretch of episodes here. This is some of the best stuff that we ever had in uh, 24, not just season three, I think overall in 24. So uh, I'm going to be pretty high on it for a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. what about you? High. Any memories or <laughs> opinions for upcoming um, episodes i like i like the fact that we're kind of getting to the reveal of this like twisty thing that is happening in the opening episodes i mean i think the majority of next week is very similar to this week i mean chase goes to a random guy's house cool <laughs> um and we get a bit more hector next week uh, i like horny ramon on the plane um and then jack, i love jack and the guard random guy watching like a movie um but yeah it's fine um chappelle gets off on torturing people next week so good for chappelle the the Sorry. twist is a lot better next week tony coming back oh yeah you know might Can might I, elevate this episode a little bit wait, higher for me you're saying tony coming back is the twist like hey i'm alive everybody that's not a twist i mean he's Twisted his neck because he got shot in the neck, everyone, in case you didn't remember. Shot in the neck. <laughs> the neck, but, he got shot in it. But you know it's not nearly, not nearly as severe as getting his leg kicked in the previous season. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you know that thing between your head and your body? With, where all he, the blood comes out of. He got shot in it. <laughs> in the neck. <laughs> But he was very quickly in surgery. That's what saved his life. It was the and six minutes of, of surgery turnaround. <laughs> Running shit by next week. Jesus Christ, that guy's got great immunity in his body. <laughs> uh, other episodes, uh, Breaking Bad and uh, Jurassic World. Uh, we, are we Just reviewing it Just happened yet? last week, yes. I can't yeah. believe that Kiva Sutherland played a dinosaur. Wow. I mean, who would have thought that... Ryan Chappelle Michelle would have uh, popped up as a Dilophosaurus. The, the Ryan Chappelle Michellosaurus. Um, yeah, the Ryan Chappelle, the Chappelle Michellosaurus. <laughs> Chappelle Michellosaurus Rex. Oh, what a creature. Uh, yeah. Listen to all our thoughts. Let's sign up to Patreon. We'll sing the Afternoon Delight, and you can listen to our spoiler reviews that we have on there. Right? Right. Right. Yes. There's not. In the neck. Yeah, in the neck. <laughs> Um, my name is Colin and I am it. My name is Ben and I can control my emotions. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. 
And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made.